You're listening to a 1FM podcast. Thank you for holding. Now you're on the air. I have Carla Dixon from the Resilience in Recovery program. Good morning, Carla. Good morning, Padme. How are you doing today? Yeah, going well, thank you. Now, we're going to be starting a little bit of a segment on Monday, uh, Tuesday mornings at 7.30. Would you like to tell us about it? What are we doing? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, we want to ensure that the community is up to date with flood recovery um, mm. and what is available, what supports are available for them. So I thought this was a really great um, tool to do so. So, yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Ah, no, that's that's fine. Now, there, there's still a, a high need for help in regards to the uh, the floods and everything? Mm, that's right. We know that we're, you know, 16, approaching 17 months on from October 2022 and there's mm. been a number of natural disasters or... Um, storms, floods, etc. since. Um, yeah. So as we move through, you know, short, medium and long-term recovery, the needs change. Um, but, yeah, recovery is definitely, unfortunately, still live and well. So, um, yeah, we're here to support the community and let them know what's available. Yes, well, we need to let people know that if they need some help, that the help is available and the advice Absolutely. is available through the Resilience in Recovery program. So uh, what are some of the facets Mm. So, Resilience in the Recovery Program is the Greater Shepparton City Council initiative um, mm-hmm. as the lead agency in flood recovery post-October 2022. Now, that's a bit of a mouthful, but that's why we've termed this program Resilience in Recovery. So, mm-hmm. we hope that it's a program that people can become familiar with under the October 22 um, disaster recovery process. Um And we, um, as the backbone support team for municipal tier level coordination for Greater Shepparton, um, are here absolutely to support the community. So, Um, so is there a recovery? Yep. So, it's a council run uh, thing or is it... uh... Yeah, yeah. No, it's a good question and there often is a little bit of confusion. We haven't Mm. had a class one emergency for over a decade now. So... Um, excuse me, the sector has changed, emergency management has evolved and developed, um, the research is enormous um, and the evidence base is, base is there. So um, councils are the lead agency in a class one emergency for floods. So uh, that's why, yeah, we're here. Yep. I, I guess we should probably, on the outside, who are you, Carla Dixon? What, what's your role? Yeah, so I'm flood recovery manager mm-hmm. um, of a brilliant backbone support team in at council. Yep. Um, so we sit in there, um, although in saying that we are out in community every day and often many nights per week meeting with community. Um, so there's a team of five of us now, or as of tomorrow there'll be five of us, so that's really exciting. It's growing month by month. Um yep. So we've got additional support there for community. So when did you guys kick off? When did uh, the Resilience and Recovery Program actually begin? Or is it just beginning now? Yeah, no, it's been in play for a while now. Um, recovery to council's credit um, really occurred, you know, day one of October 22 flood. Mm-hmm. So recovery happens at the same time or in parallel um, to response and then relief. Um, and then... I commenced in April of 2023 and the team came on board and is continuing to um, subsequent to April last year. Um, So, yeah. Um, So, so far, has there been uh, a lot of uptake, people asking for help and advice? Yeah, yeah, we've had, well, 
Before I arrived in at um, Greater Shepparton City Council, um, there was nearly 7,000 secondary impact assessments completed from mm-hmm. October 2022. Um, so the team or the wider team did a plethora of um, work in those early days to really get a good handle on how community um, was tracking close this disaster. Um, mm-hmm. And then from there, we used that data um, to put case management support around individuals, families, etc. If they wish, they can reach out for support. Yep. Um, so that's case management. We don't do, as the municipal tier coordinator, we don't do individual case management in a council. However, we take that look, listen, link approach. Um, yep. So we hear somebody's need um, or want, and then we can link them in with services that are free and available, um, depending on what they're after. So moving forward across the weeks, uh, what are we going to be telling people sort of about, a bit of a generalisation? There's a number of um, opportunities to engage within the program, the flood recovery program, and really remembering this is community-led government-assisted disaster recovery. So we are, as I've said probably two or three times already, the backbone support team for our community. We sit in an absolutely privileged position to um, really help some individuals, households, families, etc. at a time, sometimes, you know, often it's the worst time in their Mm. lives, um, to really help them build back, to link in with services, etc. So we've set up a number of community recovery committees. So they're Murchison Surrounds, Marupna, Andira, Bombatha. Um, so they happen every month. Um, we then have community drop-in sessions at the five neighbourhood um, houses that are scheduled um, for the first six months again this year. So we did them mm-hmm. again last year. So we're doing another round of them for the first six months this year. Um, we have a number of activities that come out of those community recovery committees then. Um, so things like we, we had Dr Rob Gordon in Telegroup on Saturday the 10th of February. That came out of the Bombasa Community Recovery Committee wanting to bring their community back together mm-hmm. um, with a disaster recovery expert. Um, we've then subsequently put them into language, those videos, to make those videos um, accessible to more of the community. Um We've got Andira the Stars. Um, so Andira Community Recovery Committee wanted to hold um, a bit of a music event for their community and invite mm-hmm. um, others in. Um, so that's on, at the Recreation Reserve in Andira on Saturday the 11th of May. Um, mm-hmm. We've got Junior Sports Clinics coming up in April. So that's for the children and young people and those families. Um that want to engage. And at each of these, you know, people might say, you know, well, these are just normal activities that occur. The difference is we put a flood recovery lens over them. So we link Mm -hmm. in assets. So Vic SES or the CFA or um, the local Rotary, um, we link in all these different community organisations and government organisations. We have a plethora of information for flood recovery there. So if people haven't reached out, which we know is common, we get a couple of week uh, phone calls a week into council saying, oh, I didn't realise there was support available. Mm. You know, where do I go? What's that look like? So every single one of these initiatives, community-led initiatives, has a flood recovery lens on it. We just use those activities for the engagement platform or opportunity for community. Um, oh. Yeah, so there's lots happening. <laughs> um, so uh, we've got a lot to talk about as the weeks uh, roll on. <laughs> If people wanted absolutely. to contact you today for information, how would they get in contact with you? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a number of different ways. Um, sometimes the easiest is just to pick up the phone. So council's number 58329700. Mm-hmm. Ask to speak to the flood recovery team. 
Uh, they're welcome to email in, so recovery at shepparton.vic.gov.au. Um, our Facebook page is really active, um, Resilience in Recovery. Uh, the website, so Greater Shepparton City Council's website, and then there's a link to flood recovery on the home screen there, so click on that and there's additional information. Um, but just to really press that if anybody's out there and really seeking individual case management support for themselves or their families, the one 800 560-760 number is out there and available for them. If they need a hand, please just let us know. We're there to help. Fantastic. Well, that just about wraps us up for today, but uh, right. lots of great things moving forwards. Great. Yes, that's right. Look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you very much for calling Thank in today, you. Carla, and we'll get into the meat and the potatoes as the weeks uh, <laughs> roll on. Thank you very much. You have a fantastic day and keep it safe on Thank the road. You. You too. Take care. Bye. 98.5 1FM live and local. Carla Dixon from Resilience in Recovery Program. Uh, That's a pretty cool thing, folks. Uh, And we'll be doing that every Tuesday at 7.30 in the morning. I think for at least the next six weeks uh, and ongoing. We love our sponsors, especially this one. A spider's invading your house. Have you found white tails in your bedroom or a red back under the toilet seat? Now is the time of year that lots of spiders hatch and baby spiders become big spiders. At Jason's Pest Control, we are here to help you get a spider-free home. We only use high-quality products that not only kill spiders, but also mozzies, flies and other insects. We treat inside your roof, inside your house and everywhere outside, including sheds, fences, clotheslines and rubbish bins. This year, get your spider treatment done right. Call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM sponsor. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 111. 1FM sponsor. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.